Welcome, my friends, to Next Level Change Success, a change conversation for leaders, project and change practitioners for today and tomorrow. My name is Therese Perez of MyVirtualChangeManager.com and I'm an experienced change and project professional and people leader with many years of experience in the industry. I love business and I love the people side of business especially. So nothing lights me up more than seeing people use change management, project management and strong change leadership to engage, motivate and inspire people and ultimately transform organisations. If you've heard about change management and have no idea of what it involves, then you're in the right place. If you know about change management, but you want to take your practices to the next level, then this is where you should be. I'm going to share the stories of my experiences, interview some fantastic people, and I'm going to explore all of the challenges and opportunities that you face in organizations right now. So please join me and let's go and have some fun. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Next Level Change Success. My name is Therese Perez, and I'm the founder of MyVirtualChangeManager.com. Welcome. Uh, before I begin, I'd like to acknowledge that I'm recording on Thoroughwall Country and pay my respects to the traditional owners and custodians on a land on which we meet. Today, we're talking about AI. What a hot topic across organizations or in the industries and in fact in the world about AI and will the robots take over? It's quite funny um, that people talk about that. And it's really interesting about the moral debate that goes on around the use of AI or chat GPT, etc. Today, I want to talk about how you can leverage AI and tools such as chat GPT in the world of change management. So if you're a change practitioner or even a change leader or a leader, you know, in general, a leader of change, this tool and the ability that it has is fantastic to leverage and utilize. Now, there's going to be debate about whether people lose their jobs, etc. Nothing replaces a human being, nothing. So the logic, the system smarts, the computer I guess, tech and analysis that AI tools obviously uh, utilize is fascinating because they've essentially coded it like a human brain that learns, it adapts, it evolves. And that's fantastic. The creative space is something that humans own. The ability to think outside the constructs. Yet if humans and AI um, tech work together, that's when you get the best outcome. So I have absolutely encouraged teams to utilize this, to have a play with it, to get familiar with it. And in fact, one of the things I think about is when I was in primary school and I was um, provided the opportunity, I think I was in year two, year three, to go and do some computer coding testing. So it was about logic, you know, logic flow, coding in computer to do to be able to move around a screen, move a widget around a screen. And I always remember that because I remember how interesting it was to be able to provide instructions and then to have this little icon move around the screen, even as a child in primary school to experience that. Now it's why the reason why I jumped on chat, chat GPT so fast when it became available to have a play with it because it was it's experimental. It's actually something that is interesting and the 
like most things, the code that you use and the instructions and the level of the instructions that you use will actually deliver better output or not so great output as a user. And so part of this is around how much of an early adopter will you be with this technology to leverage it? And there are a couple of things I want to touch on today to give you hints and tips around my own experience, not being an expert in this, but certainly as a user or someone who likes to explore new things, which is what this podcast is all about, and to be able to share my experiences and the opportunities that you have that if you work with a technology such as this, the things that you can do will be quite fascinating. Now, once again, I'm going to say I'm not a computer programmer by trade. So for me, it's been a trial and error. But obviously, the more specific the instructions that you give and enter into ChatGPT, and I use um, ChatGPT4. Now, I should mention that that this is a subscription cost. So I paid for that so that I could use the technology, kind of figure it out, provide it with instructions, see how well it worked. And I want to see how much I could utilize it. And it has saved time without doubt. It does give you almost another brain outside of your own to be able to test things, to review things, to research things, because obviously the data that ChatGPT4 uses is across the World Wide Web. So it's quite substantial. And then really you're reviewing it. You, You would review all of the outputs. You would never kind of cut and paste anything that you receive from there mainly because it's it's a foundation, it's a collation of information, but some of it may not be as accurate as you would like. So the accuracy aspect, hmm, you know, some of it resonates, some of it doesn't. So you do need to have that, you know, does it does that work for me or does it not work for me? What are the good points in this? But what, what also is part of my experience or my knowledge in this industry that I need to add to this um, so that it's a bit more complete because it, it has got a, a data set a finite finite data set as such. So just consider it from that perspective. So I do absolutely subscribe to it versus the the free version of ChatGPT3. Now I know it's ChatGPT4, of course, it has various plugins that you can use. So what's happening in the tech space is people are building different bots, different technology, different plugins for tech that uh, I guess takes it to the next level. So there are various things there, certainly from a design space. So let's head into a couple of the avenues in which are really uh, beneficial for change practitioners and change leaders. So you could put in, if you were sharing a change experience with a team or you were going to lead and you had a, a speech coming up, for example, You may want to use it to give you ideas around how to have an analogy that you might use around the change that you're introducing. So you would go in, you would put in an instruction and say, please provide me with a 300 word speech, that analogy in relation to a change taking place in an organization, which is introducing a new process for people to follow. Please address the following points the challenges with this change, how well, what what individuals might need to experience um, as part of the change, what individuals may do on an individual basis to overcome and to embrace this change and the success that this change might bring, right? So you may also specify the audience. The audience for this speech are 30 to 45 year old 
predominantly male um, working in XYZ industry. So it's important to think about that from the audience perspective. You may also address the tone that you want in that speech. And you say, I want some humor with this analogy. Uh, The tone is warm, um, inviting, collaborative. And then see what output comes through. Once again, as I mentioned before, it's about how detailed you are in the instruction and the logic as to how good or not the quality of the output is. So input definitely affects the output when it comes to chat GPT. So if you're a change leader, you're doing presentations, one way you could use it is to, in fact, um, extract that. And I have heard and seen across whether it be social media or other business leaders, really saying the leaders of the next generation are those who are embracing AI and tools such as ChatGPT. They're the leaders of the future. Other leaders will fall behind. And it's very, very true. So think about that from a leadership perspective. If you're a leader and listening to this podcast, it could be utilized that way. The other way in which it can be used is almost like an external researcher for you. If there's a particular change that you're introducing, you could actually put into ChatGPT or a similar tool, provide research on a change that has been introduced into an organization that relates to a change in technology, a change in process in XYZ industry, which impacted uh, X amount of individuals and walk me through the success of the change, the planning undertaken with the change, any implementation challenges, and you could specify that out, right? Then what you're actually getting is a bit of a guide around a change that may have taken place, which is once again documented so that the um, information can come through to you. And what you're going to do is utilize that as almost a, a research, a brain outside of yourself to be able to get an idea of how well you are going with planning the execution of the change within your own business, within the industry, and a similar type of change. So if it exists, it's going to extract that. And then you can actually compare that to the change plan that you've put together. You could even be quite specific and say, I'd like you to create a change plan in relation to XYZ using Cotter's method, ProSci, whatever that um, the change methodology that you want to use, or a blend of both and say, you know, please outline the steps with your change plan. Some people, some change managers might be appalled at that, that that I would actually go that far. But the reality is, is that you should independently, independently do your change plan. So based on your own experience, these are the things that you would undertake. But then you would also, as part of your process, you pop that logic into chat GPT, that question, have the export come through and then cross-reference it so that you could get the best quality plan in place. Such a simple thing. One of the things that change managers don't do frequently enough is have their change plans peer reviewed and actually take the time to make sure that there are others who can provide input or collaborate on their change plan. So if someone's quite myopic, I guess, in the way that they deliver change or the way that they plan change, they're not going to do this. So I find that the best change managers, the best change leaders uh, will actually embrace the tool and utilize it as a quality assurance in some ways to make sure that they're getting the best product for their people and they're getting the best product for their stakeholders. 
So just another way that ChatGPT or similar AI tools can actually help a change person deliver their change plan. The other thing that you could do is actually place your change plan into ChatGPT and say, please review and, and identify any strengths or weak points in this change plan, any gaps, and compare this to change using the change lens of Cotter, ProSci, or other change management methodologies. Identify gaps, identify strengths to be able to deliver this change effectively. And then see what it produces. So these are the things that you can use. Clear logic for having your change plan be assessed. The reason why I know that this can happen and work is because there are many people who are now using ChatGPT to be an editor, to be a proofreader, to actually provide feedback on what they've put together to help increase the quality of what they're delivering. So such a great opportunity for the change practitioners in organizations to get a better quality, more robust product. And it always comes down to if you have got the output as to whether it resonates with you. So once again, it comes down to you actually looking at it. Does this sound right? Is this going to fit right for the culture of the organization? You might need to tweak it, the language, how things are utilized. But hey, it's a great foundation to start from. And if you don't manage change and for the first time you're heading into into the change arena. Now, also consider about the culture of the organization when you're putting together the questions or the logic for the, for the output that you're after. You could also not just talk about the audience, but the culture of the organization to make sure that the change plan or the communication plan is kind of fit for purpose for the culture and matches it as well. It may alleviate a little bit of work on your side, but certainly as you go through and you're creating more and using the AI tools more, you will find that you'll hone your own skills around being able to ask the right questions. So no different to coaching, no different to any other discipline, the better the questions, the better the output, right? So always important to note. Now, another way in which you can use ChatGPT, which I found really interesting, is around if you have a certain change. Now, one of one of the biggest challenges that we have is around communications, right? So you're introducing a change into an organization, you go to the comms team, and the communications can be a bit flat, can be a bit a little bit one-dimensional. And really that's because there's not never enough time to get really creative with it. I have worked with some communication people who are fabulous, who are really good on the creative side. So they've got marketing background versus internal comms. No offense to internal comms people. Um, but certainly from a marketing background, things get catchier. You know, the use of slogans and the use of different gimmicks to actually have the change cut through is where it's at. I'll talk about that in a future episode, talking about communications and change. So I find that the better communications practitioners are just typically those people who have that background because they just know how to punch through things, right? They make things catchy, catchphrase, and know how to campaign it when it comes to change. But you can use ChatGPT in the same way. So you can talk about, um, uh, you know, please provide me with six slogans to use for this change that I'm looking to introduce into XYZ organization targeted at XYZ demographic of people. And uh, we want it to be funny, humorous, um, compelling when it relates to the change. 
And frankly, it'd kind of be crazy not to use ChatGPT in this way because then you could give some options to your sponsor around this is what we're thinking to use as the catch cry, what do you think? Uh, work with your communications person, say, look, we we'll put together some of these thoughts, what do you think um, around tagline that we could use for this change and use it in all of our communications? It's going to be more creative because ChatGPT, it, it's pretty good on the creative front around slogans and advertising and marketing, which is why you see potentially a lot in the advertising space. So explore it, leverage it, utilize it, and uh, hopefully communications partners will also embrace it if you come to the table with suggestions. And it's fine to actually utilize the tool in that way. That's what it's there for. Another way AI is appearing in some of the great tools that change managers and business people really use. So if you haven't jumped onto Canva yet, you're probably really behind the eight ball when it comes to change communications, how things work. But I really recommend that you, you do explore Canva. It does have AI integrated into it. So it has this function where you can actually place in the um, toolbar about imageries, imagery, I should say, imageries good language um, about imagery and how you could put together certain images. So you specify what it is and it comes back with a generated image for you. And I think imagery is one of the big challenges. Like obviously there are some great different tools out there for imagery, but certainly um, about the creation of the image. If you want something quite specific, see how far Canva can go from an AI perspective. It will only get better. And there are certainly, well, definitely other AI use of imagery sites. So AI sits behind, obviously, the interface. You specify the imagery and it generates the image for you. And then I think it it retains the rights of that imagery. One of the caveats that I will say around this is you always need to have a look at the terms and conditions around the sites that you use in relation to AI and how it's generated and the usage rights. Really, really critical to be respectful and um, toe the line in relation to that stuff. So that's just a couple of ways that you can use AI. And I'm, as I mentioned before, I really encourage my team to utilize AI to do the hard thinking for you versus the research that you might have done. And let's face it, most people have Googled if they've got something that they need to deliver. They would Google, does this exist, like this template, blah, blah, blah. Um, AI is just the next step to this. It, it's, and I, th- I believe what I hear and what I read is that Google are really embracing um, AI in its Google search function. So it's quite progressive. So a couple of things, doesn't matter whether what your role is, it is worth exploring. The sooner you get onto the tool and take some time to sharpen your skill set in it, the better your answers and your outputs are going to be that you can utilize in your own role. It is absolutely 100% something that change managers and change practitioners should embrace and not feel threatened by. It doesn't replace humans. It's actually a partnership. And if it can be symbiotic, even better. That's what we want. Um, so that you, your headspace can be freed up around the people element the real life element, the human element, and who knows where this will lead because there will always be a day two in relation to this. I will date that, that we're, you know, I'm here recording in October. 
2023, this conversation down the track will be very different, I am sure. So as I said, this is just the beginning and I hope that you embrace AI, um, that you get onto a chat GPT, whether it be free, whether it be paid for your choice, but certainly have a play with it so you feel comfortable with it. Remember, we all go through a learning curve. So, you know, the unconscious or the conscious incompetence that happens at the beginning of the learning curve, I absolutely was sitting there going, wow, okay, let's see what this is like um, and sharpening the skills over time. And then you always bring yourself to it. You, you always bring yourself to the outputs, um, the common sense approach, the reviewing, the proofing, the see what resonates, see what doesn't. But it's there as a tool for you to use and I hope and encourage you to go use it. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope that has, has piqued your interest around how you can leverage AI in the change space. And I hope you have a fantastic day. Come and visit us at myvirtualchangemanager.com. Have a look around. We've got tools, tips, tricks, things that you can utilize. And uh, please join us again. And remember that change matters because people matter. Have a good day.